Brent texted me after my interview with Greg Glassman came out where uh, Greg was, you know, announced that Hunter is going to get this blowhard card invite. And and I, uh, I got a lot of feedback from a lot of different people. Mostly from the athletes, it was negative. Mostly from coaches and and sponsors and stuff, it was like positive, lukewarm to positive. And Brent was the <laughs> Brent was the only athlete. Yeah, Brent was the only athlete that reached out to me that didn't immediately say something like disparaging or hyper negative. Uh, in fact, he actually just asked if I would set up a three way Skype for a discussion to occur between. You know the two of you, the three of us type situation, and then he sent me some topics. I, I I forwarded those over to you as well, Hunter. Does this mean you're trying to talk shit like a man and and do it over Skype instead of over uh, Instagram or Facebook? Well, I mean, we're gonna get into all that. Awesome. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess uh, this is this is an interesting experience for me because. I think some of the questions that Brent has to ask, I think are very fair questions. And I think some of the things that Hunter has to say are very fair things. So I'm, I'm curious to see exactly how this, this pans out. So the first thing is uh, I'm curious from your perspective, Brent, before we get to Hunter sort of making his case for why he, why his general idea of why he belongs at the CrossFit games and why he should be at the games. I'm curious what your perspective is right now on like setting this up and making this happen. And like, you know, what you're hoping to get out of this, this discussion. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really expect anything to change. Um, there's not really much positive that's going to come out of this conversation. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> um, but, uh, that is such a, uh, uh, just a terrible outview of what we have ahead of us. I mean, we could become <laughs> friends. Yeah, this we could. could become, I... This could become the spark of a great light between the two of us. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, not high hopes. Um, so I, basically, people keep sending me stuff. I try not, like, I mean, I'm on Instagram and stuff, but I try not to watch too much stuff. So someone's like, hey, Brent, you got to see this Fit Aid thing. Just trying to get a rise out of me. And um, so I saw they sent me the link of your thing, and then I, uh, which was like that was like two months ago, a month ago, and uh, so I commented on it, and I, you, it was like it was you. I want to make the games, the whole thing, and and I just asked, like I commented and said, hey, what sanctionals are you doing? And then I think you said I might do this one or that one. I was like, great, sounds like a good opportunity. Um, and I kind of left it at that. And then since then, I've been getting messages from people saying. You've been on some other like talk shows or, or like uh, podcasts and stuff and talking trash about me, you know. And uh, so I just figured I'd tell you to your face what I thought. And uh, wow, yeah, there you go. This is a super genuine way to meet you over some kind of half ass Skype relationship. How but, dare you? Okay. I am whole assing this Skype. So. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to fly down. Where are you, where are you based? Uh, Malibu's one of them. If you'd like to come join me here, it should be kind of nice. But um, it is, it is, it is. I mean, I figure it's better than I was going to make a really like sarcastic Instagram post, which would have been kind of funny. But I was like, ah, maybe I'll do that after. Okay, that's a colorful <laughs> way of going about it. Yeah, okay, so- I didn't do it, you know. So I'm here. So instead of like you know talking about you somewhere else, I'll just tell you how I feel. I Perfect. feel like that's uh, that's that's pretty mature way of handling things. I don't know. I, uh, I thought. Hunter, uh, I didn't realize that you'd talk shit about Fakowski. Do you know what you said? Um, 
No, I mean, I talked about, I mentioned him when I was interviewed in morning chalk up, but the reality is, is like, it was a, you know, a stream of constant questions and other CrossFit games, athletes and people saying things. And he was mentioned. It wasn't like a, a, it wasn't a thing about him. It was a, just probably 10 different names of, Oh, what do you think about what this person said or this person said? So nothing directed at him specifically. Yeah, no, that's kind of what I got from it. But people were, people were sending them to me, wanting me to, you know, do something sarcastic, basically. I've, I've honestly just kept my mouth shut because the whole approach of going into this thing originally, when this thing was popped up, um, I was working with uh, the same guy who manages you, whose name's Matt O'Keefe. And originally I was like, Hey, this thing's going on. Like, I'd really like to pursue this thing. Like, how do I go about it? And he was like, well, like, first of all, he's like, I wouldn't do any sanctioned events or compete in any CrossFit things because it seems like they're directly going to ask people who are not active CrossFitters. So part one didn't really pursue CrossFit in any way of competing because I didn't want them to be like, hey, this guy is a CrossFitter who just sucks. And part two was I was like, you know, just keep your head low because it's, there's no point in just coming into like a bull in a China shop, coming into a sport where I don't really know anybody. Like I've certainly hung out with CrossFitters and competed against them on and off. Um, but in reality, like I'm not active in your community. I'm no, I have no presence there. So I just keep my mouth shut. So, and that's not usually me. Like I'm, a very rambunctious trash talking type person, even though like I bring it all in with a smile on my face, I like to have a good time. I've directly never attacked anybody in your sport because I don't have any reason to like, you know, you guys aren't competition to me. You guys are not part of my daily life. But then all of a sudden after this wild card actually, you know, got set into place. I haven't even said that the wild card really exists uh, or it's, it's true yet because we don't even know. I mean, just because Greg told Armin, that I've made it in there does not mean that I've actually made it in there. So I'm still just sitting back quietly. So then all of a sudden I get contacted by Armin who says, Brent wants to talk to you. And I was like, well, this is interesting. Somebody who I don't really know and doesn't really have part of my life um, now wants to have an open interview. And as I know you, even though I'm a big fan of yours, like you don't really talk or don't do interviews or you don't do much of anything. You just kind of show up at competitions and compete. So um, however you'd like to treat this thing, I'm open-minded. If you'd like to talk trash, I have thousands of things to say. If you'd like to just, Ooh. you know, beat around <laughs> the bush and hang out like a couple of church boys, I, I can pull that one off too. Yeah, I suppose somewhere in between. Well, you asked for the interview, so why don't yeah. you kick off? Yeah, well, basically, so when you say this, like, this thing came up, I mean, I don't... I remember like in past, I guess maybe, maybe I'm misunderstanding, but like in passing, I think I remember Greg amidst a lot of things he says, you know, use this word blowhard card kind of loosely. And I just thought it was kind of like a joke. Like I didn't take it seriously. Um, well, it's not the case anymore because you're calling me. Yeah. Well, no, I know that. And so I guess like what I'm saying is, you know, you like kind of, so here's the thing, right? Like I, this is kind of what I'm imagining and correct me if I'm wrong. Like you've watched the games on your couch and you thought, you know, like that looks cool. Like I want to do that. Um, and I mean, to be fair, like I was there, right? Like, I mean, I watched the games on my couch for a couple of years and I was like, I want to be there. Um, yeah. but instead of launching like, a some sort of social media campaign, I just squatted and it took me like three years to get good enough. And then I made it. 
Yeah, but that was the one and only thing you did in sport. I've been competing professionally for seven years, won countless world titles, won countless television shows, gone all around the world and competed. So don't even try to say that I just sat there on my couch because that's not true. You were a desk jockey who had a passion and finally made it to the CrossFit Games. I decided to leave my career and I fucking got it. Yeah. You guys invited me. Okay, they could have invited anybody in the world. Who did they call first? The guy you're talking to. So figure that out and understand that I'm going to be there the same day that you show up. Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm, this is the thing, man. Like I respect the hell out of, you know, your sport, like obstacle course racing. Um, like I, I know that you're really good at that. Right. I'm not doubting that. Um, in the same way, like, I don't know, like there's a lot of CrossFitters that are, you know, maybe used to be good at something else. And then they like started focusing their efforts on CrossFit um, I mean, I'm just saying like to get in, you know, to try to get your way into a world championships, which is what the games is, I guess, of a sport by like, you know, putting on like a vote for me type thing just is, and this is the opinion of myself. And I think, I mean, Armin can probably attest to this. A lot but it's the also the opinion that. of the CEO of the sport that you dance in. Mm. He created it. Every single sport has it, dude. We invited to our championship last year, Patrick Fellner, Jacob Hepner, countless CrossFit Games athletes. The woman who won our championship last year had never competed in it once. She showed up and won the whole thing. And tons of the other CrossFit Games athletes cleared shop too. I mean, we've been doing it for years. It happens in almost all sports. You know, they just have open opportunity. If you are most prepared, you should be ready to beat the people who show up. Doesn't matter if they qualify through the way that you created or if they got a wild card bid. I mean, I just... At this point, I don't understand. It's kind of childish that all these people are attacking me because if you guys are so fucking good, just speak on behalf of performance, not on some stupid Instagram post. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to post on your wall, but I'm coming for you, big guy, because that's not going to change Also, anything. that's that's like, like vaguely if sexual. You're good, I mean, I kind of, it's really funny. I kind of dig it, but. <laughs> yeah, but, but listen, here's the thing. Like, you may not like it, but it's still happening. And like, if you're so good, then do your fucking job. That's what I do every single year. Olympians, world champions, national record holders, world record holders show up at my sport every single year and I fucking bury them. And I shake their hand and I, and I make good friendships with them. Like tons of these guys, I still travel around the world with it. I, they show up as, as enemies and unknown people to me. And then we build relationships so, off of it. I mean, sorry, it's, Hunter, go, go, go ahead. Fin finish your thought. Finish your thought there. I just think it's an, an opportunity. I mean, these, these spots were created. They weren't taken. Okay. Like yeah. you never had your spot taken from you because I showed up and nobody else did either. They fucking just created the spots and I just filled them in because I was invited. I didn't pay my way in. I didn't freaking like, you know, beg and plead with somebody. Like I never had contact with anybody in CrossFit ever amongst any of this. You know, Armin, I, I called people every single day. I was like, hey, how can I just have communication with somebody to at least understand how to partake in this, this new structure of what you guys have created for the CrossFit Games? No one had answers. Luckily, Armin, after like three months of like me asking him, like, hey, do you know anything else? Was somehow able to sit down on the couch and he got a solid answer. I didn't even know if I was ever going to get an answer. So, I mean, at this point... Um, I'm pretty proud that it worked out and I'm lucky that I have people that believe in me. And, uh, just because you have an opinion, if I just sat around and took people's opinions like your own, nobody would fucking do anything. 
I mean, that's been history forever. People are always like, you can't do that. And then they fucking do it. The four minute mile war, anything. So if you think I'm going to sit here and take your opinion and be like, why did you come into my sport and think that you were cool enough to play with me and my friends? Like, listen, I'm happy to compete against you, dude. I'm a huge fan of you, but I don't know where you think you're going to go with this interview here because I mean, you're not going to change my opinion. I'm still going to show up and do exactly what I planned on doing. So since day before, one. before we continue forward, uh, my, I want to take actually a slight step back because I don't think a lot of people, um, I don't think I don't think a lot of people know Hunter why you feel like you are why you should be competing at the CrossFit Games. Like, what relationship does CrossFit have to your life? Why did you even decide to to make a bid for the blowhard or the wild card or whatever for the games? Well, I've been doing CrossFit since 2011 and not the way that, you know, Brent does CrossFit or any of these CrossFit games athletes do CrossFit. I did it the way that I imagine they originally created it in Santa Cruz, which was like, hey, guys, we're going to take a kettlebell and we're going to swing it a couple of times and we're going to do pull ups and we're going to do 400 meter runs like very bare bones, raw capacity type stuff. And it was directly related to the results of that I've had for the past seven years of competing in OCR. Like I just use it to train myself. At no point was I doing overhead squats or snatch balances or, you know, crazy handstand walks around pillars or on top of parallettes. Like that doesn't have any relation to the life that I exist in. But for years, you know, watching the documentaries, such as you mentioned before, or being able to like bump into one of you guys at a gym and going toe to toe with you, I always said like, you know what, like I really do like this. I love competing against these guys. It's something that's incredible. It's something that's a a great test of athleticism and capacity, but you know, am I going to take my career, which is completely developed with sponsors, like my whole season laid out in front of me, a very financially stable and viable opportunity and just completely ditch it, burn it. And then like travel and try to row across the ocean with no answers or opportunities or, you know, ideas of what my results might be to get to that point. No, like I'm not going to make that sacrifice because Honestly, like I do respect what you guys do, but after training with so many CrossFit Games athletes over the years, like I don't look forward to spending six hours in the gym doing things like, you know, that it takes to get there because I like to be outside. I'm always going to be competing professionally in obstacle course racing and triathlons and trail running because that's more of my passion. And, you know, after I experienced the CrossFit Games this year, and if it's something that I completely am like, hey, I can't go another year without doing this, like, sure, I may completely ditch my career of OCR and go after it. But, you know, if I can go back through my history, I've competed against plenty of you guys and I've beaten a lot of you guys. And, you know, I would love to have competed against you before this phone call so you could have a better context of what I'm capable of. But if you ask almost any of your friends who have competed against me, I'm sure the majority of them will say that there's a lot behind the words that I have to say to you right now. Like if I was just some chump, I'm sure FitAid wouldn't put their money behind it. A lot of the friends and athletes I've competed with who've been supporting this documentary wouldn't put their names behind it. Uh, but it seems like there's a lot of people out there who have tons of respect and results in your community who think that I have an option, like, you know, have a big opportunity to do some damage at the games and just because there's a couple people who don't like it doesn't mean that I'm like, hey, guys, let's just throw in the towel and stop now before uh, anybody else's feelings get so hurt. So 
Brent, <laughs> I, I wonder from your perspective, is is the sort of like issue that you have here uh, a hunter issue or is it an issue with the concept of this invite? Uh, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, right? Um, and like, you know, I, I get where Hunter's coming from. And, and uh, you know, like he kind of alluded to, like, I, I do know he's in good shape, right? Um, uh, and I'm like, people have told me that and I know that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit of both. I think, you know, I guess we'll, if we want to invite, um, if, if Hunter does get an invite, I think, you know, it would if, if they do that, then we should probably invite a strong man, an Olympic weightlifter, you know, a gymnast, a Cirque du Soleil person and a triathlete, and then they can go and it's like, look how fast they did the events they're really good at. And then like everyone claps, it's like, okay, now it's time for the CrossFitters to compete. That's like how I see it as a, maybe as a sport. Um, that's my, that's how I see it. Right. Uh, and I don't expect to change Hunter's mind. I think I said that at the beginning of the video. Um, cause you know, he's comes, it's like, you know, it's, it's his opinion and it's not like completely ridiculous. Um, I get that it's a cool opportunity for him to, to do it and throw down. Um, I just think like, you know, so there's one, I don't really think that that sort of invite to someone who's not competing within the sport. And I mean, Armin, as you and I know the sport, part of the unofficial game of the sport is first you have to be good at online qualifiers, then like this sort of regional-esque, which is now a sanctional-esque type programming. And then you get the opportunity and sort of the, the reward of doing the games programming. And I mean, for years, that was kind of what I was struggling with as well. It was like, Hey, like I want to go do that swim workout. Like I know how to swim. I could, maybe I could do well in that event if I was there, but I like wasn't good enough. And so then I worked at it. In my opinion, that's like kind of part of the sport. And once you get to the games, it's, I mean, I realized that there's people that could kind of come in and maybe do well in some of those events, but they're not there because they aren't good enough. At, it's like they're not strong enough to ride the ride, so they don't get to ride the ride. Like, that's kind of how I see the sport. And so I think just that's just it, a lot of it is the, you know, the actual, you know, this like sort of opportunity to bring people in just seems very game show-esque and not very professional, which is I want to see the sport to become more and more professional. And then, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to tell that to Hunter and, you know, just, just kind of get this out there as opposed you to, think, you know, posting uh, about it or something. Kowski, do you yeah. think that there's sort of like a watering down of the okay so and the reason why I asked this is because one of the games athletes that I was speaking to after this hunter thing kind of came to came to light was essentially saying like the most old man comment I could think of, but it was basically a, a back in my day it used to mean something to make it to the CrossFit games, right? And there is definitely a, a, a feeling of that because there was there was like a, a rigorous and savage qualification process that that churned people out and really just destroyed a bunch of people's lives until it got to like the tip of the spear. And now that that qualification process has sort of I think it's like a it's like a uh, yeah it's been it's been blown up and and now we're looking at a. A, a, a perfect storm of circumstances hunter is like you know best in the world at what he does there's a there's a space created for this sort of like 
tangential wild card blowhard thing the the meaning of making it to the crossfit games has also sort of been blown up because now you can directly get to the games from the open which completely you know uh, circumvents the in-person competitions at, at, at sanctioned events uh, or it was at regionals so do you think that there's there's like a a, a feeling obviously you can't speak for every athlete out there but it, from your perspective do you think there's a feeling of sort of this is like a watering down of what it means to be a crossfitter a professional crossfitter a games athlete yeah i think like you know to to have like a you know the the shirt or the shorts or whatever with your name on it like it because there's going to be i mean just from a numbers perspective there'll be what 200 men there this year maybe 180 and there used to be 40 so yeah it just it doesn't mean as much i guess um and like you know i i get the you know every sport struggles with this idea of getting the best to the world championships, but also having like representation from different countries. I mean, even the Olympics struggles with it, right? Like the, you know, there's like the fourth place guy in America is faster than everyone else in the top heat, but he just doesn't get to go to the Olympics, which, you know, is just how it is. Cause they need people from China and Canada and whatever that aren't as good at swimming. Um, so like, you know, we're doing that with the open, which is what it is, but yeah, you, what, what that other athlete said is it used to mean something in my day is, kind of on par and like i think this situation and then like hunter taking advantage of it which i mean i get why he's doing it it's a smart business move i guess but um i just don't really you know i think it just shows like i just don't think it shows a lot of like respect in my opinion um and i get that he under he doesn't think that but i get that's just how i feel and then the fact that the games is doing it so is also we, kind of we, silly but. but these these are your emotions to own like you know yeah. you can sit there and i just and wanted to yeah, I just figured I'd tell you instead of making a sarcastic post about it or saying it on a podcast about how I'd piss my pants or, you know, I don't know, like, you know, call you out. Or we don't have anybody here from face, HQ so. that can speak to sort of the thought process behind it. And honestly, I don't even know if we would get any sort of real cohesive response from because they're, you know, they've been kind of all over the place a little bit when it comes to how a lot of this stuff is being implemented and what direction a lot of it is going in. Um I think they're still trying to figure it out, to be honest with you. But Hunter, in your perspective, from your your point of view here, what is the what is like the best case scenario for you coming into the games? Because it, it, I think I don't think I hope nobody is under the impression, and I hope that you're not under the impression that you're going to win. I think that'd be a silly thing to come in and, and expect. But what I'm curious is, in your perspective, what the what the best case scenario is. Well, to be honest, man, I'm, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not coming there to compete. I'm there to become a contender in, in certain events. And I would like to go and actually do do my job as like a as an athlete to do my best and show up across the whole week rather than just show up as like one bright flame in one event. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here in front of you guys trying to say that I'm going to win the CrossFit games, but if you think that I'm just going to show up, run a, a lap around the track and win that event and then just turn belly up for the rest of the weekend, I think, I think everybody's wrong. Like, you know, I just, listen, I pulled this up just so we could look at things. Cause if you look at this 2016 ranch trail run, then there was a swim 500 meter swim. There was Murph. There's the climb snail, which is, you know, push a snail, run around, climb ropes, you know, the plow, which is a sled drag, then the rope chipper, like all of those things are things that I can do very well in. Now, 
are there a lot of things in between the rest of those? And is it a long week? Yes. But if you look at them, I'm there to compete. You know, I'm not the person anymore who I'm not the athlete who can just run a sub five minute mile. And then, you know, luckily power clean 135 pounds. It's like the past couple of years, I've just cleaned that stuff up. And I've been waiting for an opportunity to compete against people. Never knew that it was going to be the CrossFit Games, but now it's there. 2017, you got the run, swim, run. You have cycle cross. You have the sprint O course. You have the assault banger. You have strong man's fear. And then you have the Madison triplet. All of them things that are born from the sport of CrossFit, which is like kettlebell swings, pull-ups, and box jumps. And then use those to train to become good at these events. You know, all of those events you know, don't have barbells, I'll have an opportunity to really excel in all those things. Now, as I said, again, there's lots of events. Like I think in 2017, you guys had the one rep max snatch. If I was lucky and God was spotting me and locked my elbows out for me, I will get 245 pounds up overhead. At that same year, Brent lifted 55 more pounds. Am I proud of him? Completely. Do I think that I'm going to be scratching at his ass, you know, in that event? No. I will be like 10 platforms back. And that's totally cool by me. You know, at this point, I fucking love competing. I've done it for years. This is one of the highest. I think this and the Tour de France are probably the two most challenging events in the entire world. And... Do I wish that I could compete in both of them? Yes. Did I just get the phone call to be able to go compete at the CrossFit Games? Maybe. Am I going to go do the Tour de France afterwards? <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. Not really that one out either. All right. Well, there you go. No, not at all. But, I mean, listen, dude. I only have one life. I'm 30 years old right now. If I was going to sit here and say the next five years of my career, I'm not going to take any and all avenues to explore what I could do. Uh, I would never want to do that to myself. When I lay down the day that I die, I want to be able to know that I chased every opportunity. So that's why I'm here. You know, I'm hope you're, I hope you're as excited to see me as I am to see you on competition day. Cause I am, I am ready to compete with the best. I'm a huge fan of the sport and a huge fan of athlete like you. You know, I've got nothing bad to say about you. Even if you beat me or I beat you, like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, that, you know, that cocksucker. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. Like, I'm going to give you a pat on the back and say, hey, listen, you've got an event in half an hour that you probably will bury me in. I hope you do that because so, I did my job. Yeah, go ahead, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's cute. Um that, you know, you got your little book and you did your, you know, I could have come first in that one. And like, you know, maybe you could, right? Like, I get that. Like, you know, maybe you could, um, you know, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, um, I guess like my thing is like, you know, you're, you're putting yourself, you know, you, you keep saying like to compete and put yourself out there in the challenge. I don't know. I mean, like, I get that. I think, I think that, uh, from, from outside looking in, you know, I think, you know, the reason you is correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, if you, if I, if you wanted, I could probably get you an invite to a sanctional, right? Like we could, we could, we could, make I've, that asked, I've asked plenty of times. Mm. I asked to go to the granite games that compete against you this weekend. They wouldn't do it. I asked to go to the French throwdown. They wouldn't do it. Right. So 
I would love to. Please, if you if you can get me an individual invite to either of these things, perfect. I'll pay for your ticket so you can come watch me. So at this point, you know, use your notoriety and your Instagram followers to do it if you can pull it off. Yeah, I guess like, you know, my whole thing is I feel like, you know, you like I could just imagine this at the games and it's just I guess like I feel like this is kind of like you're initiating this slippery slope in like two, three years, there's going to be like someone in this like, I don't know, you know, like, hey guys, here at the CrossFit Games, super excited, got an invitation. I've got like two million followers on Instagram. Let's go try these crazy events. And, like, and I get that that's not up to you to decide who gets the next invite. Um, you know, like some like fashion blogger or something that gets like an invite as like a, as a, as a blowhard. And I realize you're not a fashion blogger. Um, I mean, you know, I would am love I, to be clearly. a fashion blogger. I mean, have you seen <laughs> my Indiana Jones hat? You're wearing that yeah. basic, basic Reebok shirt. I've got a flannel <laughs> and I'm dressed like Indiana Jones. I mean, this is just the start. When I get to the games, it's going to be 10 X. Yeah. And so that's, see, that's what I mean. Like, I think, you know, from me seeing a few of these videos and stuff and, I just feel like you're doing it to get some, uh, just some, like some sort of notoriety or glory. And it's very extrinsic. Let me pause you, dude. I already have notoriety. I put a dent in the world of my sport and many other sports. No. And now I'm coming to do yours. Yeah, no, I get that. And I just feel like, you know, like in the case of, there's a lot of athletes at the games that don't get like, and I mean, I get, and this isn't really a, I mean, it is about me, I guess. Cause I'm on the thing. I'm talking to you. But um, there's a lot of other athletes there that have like stories to tell, right? Um, that have been working really hard to get there. And there's only, you know, 10 cameras, whatever. And I feel like Hunter being there without like a lot of pressure because he's just there to, you know, like, you, you know, I mean, you're going to do all the events if you make it through all of them. Um, but like, there's going to be this whole like, hey, hey, look at me, like Hunter here. Oh, hey, oh, oh. And getting that, like, kind of like, look, cameras over here. Look how fast I did the trail run. Um, instead of, you know, those cameras could be on someone like uh, Will Morad, who, you know, pretty soft-spoken guy, but, like, like, finally made it back and has, like, a story to tell about how that happened. But and it's I just, great, you know, and it's on him to, you know, act accordingly and put up the results that it takes to be up there, dude. If he wants to be in back of the pack and never get any attention, which happens to a lot of athletes and has happened to me many times, that's totally fine. And congratulations to him. Like, you know what? He made it back to the games. I earned a very similar spot because there you go. I'm getting earned. a call to go. Listen, hey, listen, there was only four spots to give up for wild cards, and I already got one of them. How many spots were offered up by sanctionals, nationals, you know, and the open? Put the math together. I win. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, like you keep on doing this thing with quotations and being like, oh, you know, I think my friends aren't going to get on camera now because Hunter's here. So what? Like if that's why you guys are at the CrossFit Games because you want camera time, go not, be a TV star. I'm, that's not why I'm there, man. Well, and listen, I'm not saying that's why Will's there either. I'm saying that's why you're there. Oh, completely. I need more TV time. I don't know. It's kind of it just if like if you just wanted to compete. You know, there's like, I mean, there's a competition here in two weeks, you know, it's yeah, a but dude, comp and they're I, running. Here's the thing. And you're going to get I'm your butt beat in the strength events and you're probably going to win the run. And like, they might post about it in the paper here. And then you can tell people, Hey, I went to the sick local CrossFit comp, really challenged myself, put myself out of my comfort zone. I put myself out there, you know, got to do this really cool trail run. It was tough and then got beat in the snatch. I know, but that's not the CrossFit games. And once again, 
I didn't create the method to get there. I just partook in it and now it's happening. Yeah. So I just, you can keep on right. giggle, giggling. It's, it's still happening. Like, I yeah, don't know. That's why I'm here. Cause like, if like I didn't do this, I didn't want to do this before cause I didn't want to get any extra light on it in hopes that it wouldn't happen, but it's going to happen. I know that. Right. Like I'm not saying it's not, I just, I wanted you to understand why me and some of the other games athletes, and I'm not saying you have to agree with it. Right. Um, but it's just like, we just don't really respect the fact that we've been putting in this time. And I guess, you know, this is something new, right? So like in your sport, you're used to it, I guess. Um, obviously like in a lot of other sports, there's no such thing as a wild card invite. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we're just not used to it and like, we don't really care much for it. And so, so this is why. You, are you going to set up an interview with everybody who qualified as a national champion with Armin too? And just be like, Hey, I don't think what you did was <laughs> right. I don't think you've earned your spot from your little country. Cause me and my friends worked really hard to get here. <laughs> like, oh, man. Well, I, the think reason sh- I think you should, because they use the same exact thing that I did, man. Like, listen, if you go through, there are so many athletes that are going to show up who don't even come close to the results that I had in the open. And I'm not a great open athlete. And they're going to do even worse, and they're basically just going to be fucking speed bumps for you guys to run over in all these workouts. And they're going to be in your athlete area, in your warm-up, getting in your fucking way, getting in the way of your little routine. You're going to get all emotional because you didn't get to pick up your barbell before your event. Dude, you better get ready because there's a lot of us coming. Don't think I'm your only problem. Like, There's going to be a lot of guys from different countries who have way cooler stories than I have who are going to get way more TV time. Some guy from Bangladesh – who's never had a barbell in his entire life somehow qualified for the open. And he's got some incredible story. He's never done a pull-up before. Oh my gosh. He's at the CrossFit games. Like, like, no, I, no, I know that, man. I'm not, I'm not, so, I, the reason, I still don't get I, what you think is happening, man. Your so this, whole sport shifted. And now there's new people filling in the cracks, including me. The, the, I, like I know that Hunter, and I, there's like, a climate change in the world, global warming, and I'm the head of it. Okay, <laughs> I'm coming to your CrossFit games, and I'm getting in the way. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This, this is the thing. This is the thing, man. Like, I mean, the the reason the reason I'm on here is I thought it would be better for me to say this to your face than to, like I. This is the thing. Out of out of my better judgment, I listened to the the Wadcast podcast that you were on, right? Um, and and uh, that was who was that with? That was with um, well, cause my you're good not friend doing... Bobby and my good friend Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I've done the podcast with Eddie. I didn't. I didn't recognize Bobby. Um, and yeah, I mean, you were you were talking shit about me on there, right? And so I just figured I was like, well, instead of going on a show and talking, you know, talking trash about you, I figured I would tell you to your face why I just don't really think it's a good idea. Like, I just I don't really respect the move. That's all. Right. Like, I mean, there was, that's, that's it. Cause I, I listened to the podcast and I was like, geez, this guy's like really ripping into me here. Um, I'd rather come and say this to his face than just go and take that route, which I just didn't really respect. And so like moving forward, if you have something you want to say about me, I'll give you my number through Armin. You can just text it to me. It's totally fine. Instead of going on a podcast, ah, oh, Brent would piss his pants. It's like, yeah, like I'm not great at all. You know what? Like name a sport, Na- name any sport besides CrossFit. Ping pong, I will fucking I roast you. It. Name another one, off course racing. I suck at it. Like I don't, I'm not, you know. Like, and I, I, I see like you're, you're, you like to do all these new things. Like, you know, I, and you're very good at off course racing, right? But you know, it's like let's try cross it. Like let's push myself and you know maybe if you make it to the oh, the cycling race you were mentioning, Tour de France. Like that's great. Like, that'd, that'd be, be sweet, nice. right? But it's like for me, I just want to be really good at one thing. 
and you know that's kind of it and I guess I don't really care about putting my I mean if I took every challenge that someone gave me like Brent I bet you couldn't then all, all I'd be doing is running around with you know and taking every challenge I could instead of trying to win one thing and hang my hat on that so I've already I've yeah. already won that one thing for seven years yeah good for you man point. Yeah. Then like either keep, you know, and, and this is my thing. I'm like, Hey, either keep winning it or like, you know, in my opinion, change gears and try and win the other thing. And just like the, I don't know, just like the whole, I like, I mean, I didn't even think the blowhard card thing was real. I guess like kudos to you for, you know, believing in it and like making a little plan to get it. I like, I just, I thought it was just, I don't know. I guess, I guess it is real. You made, it, it, you made it real. So let me, let me jump in. Let me jump in in here. Uh, in my opinion, and I have quite a few of those. I think that the worst possible case of Hunter coming to the CrossFit Games would be a situation in which Hunter's performances, in some way, dramatically change the end result of the games. Uh, I think that would be like the toughest situation for the CrossFit community as a whole to answer. Uh, how they feel about it. You know, if, for example, you know, Hunter comes in, does exceptionally well over the first couple days, makes it through some cuts, and then his scores on like the third day before, let's say he gets cut before the last day, but like on his scores on the third day end up carrying over in some way. There's no like score reset, and the points that he took away off the board end up being the points that would have change the podium right someone lost out like a hundred thousand dollars because because by one point right one point that hunter would have taken i think that is potentially the worst case scenario because what that does is it kind of forces crossfit very very soon after inventing and implementing this blowhard card or wild card to answer the question of what what the hell just happened like is this what we expected is are we okay with this being the situation and if someone like this comes in out of nowhere and is able to affect the end result of a competition like this, what does it say about us and the competition? I think that's probably the toughest yeah. situation. Realistically speaking, there's, go ahead, Hunter. Yeah, there's, I agree. there's potentially 160 more people that are going to do that if 200 male athletes Bingo. Show up. And, like, and that's what it. I there mean, could right? Be somebody who can snatch 340 pounds who shows up and buries everybody at the snatch event. And then all of a sudden... And there's another 10 guys between him and Brent. And then all of a sudden you just took 60 points of the game or whatever that adds up to. And then all of a sudden there's a ton of guys who are really good at running. And now all of a sudden you took another, like, you know, you took another 60 points and it could shift. It's going to shift the leaderboard a lot. Potentially it's an, it's potentially a new sport for and, you guys. And I, because, I wanted to, I wanted to actually touch on that because that's, that's my, that's my point about how realistically this is actually going to pan out because we don't, really have any idea of how the actual games are going to look, whether it's going to be four days or five days or what. But the most common thing that we've heard repeated is like the first couple days of the games are going to be eliminations. And the way that I picture that is essentially the first couple days of the games are going to function like regionals did, except instead of it having like 10 weeks between regionals and the games, it's going to be the same weekend. So realistically, would Hunter have ever made it through regionals to the games? Probably not. But, you know, the the uh, the structure is going to be there for this like weeding out of a bunch of people. And you kind of have to have uh, a look at the 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 programming, a look at the the way that the first you know couple days of the games are going to be set up in order 
to trust whether or not it's going to work. Am I off base there? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And that's like I said before, it's like, if we're going to invite Hunter, you know, great. Um, I mean, we, I say we, I don't have any saying it. It's not, it's not a we thing. If, you definitely if, made a phone call for me, didn't you? No. I, oh yeah. I wanted to invite <laughs> No. Um, that's right, baby. <laughs> um, right. If Hunter gets an invite, you know, if that's the way they want to, sure. But it's like, then we should probably invite a gymnast. We should probably invite a strong man. And then we just have like a specialist in East. They do really well in their events. You know, maybe they, maybe they have a few other, you know, decent events out of, you know, surprisingly. And then it's like, Hey, like, great. Like that's, you know, that's why they're here is to kind of show like what the max potential is in these certain kind of like, uh, compartmentalized workouts. And then the more crossfit ones, you know, Oh wow. None of them can beat, you know, the crossfitters and the thrusters and pull-ups surprise. Right. Like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And like, so that's Armin's kind of on point and that's, that's not like, that's not harm arm. Uh, sorry. That's not uh, Hunter's issue, right? Like, he, you know, he's just going to come there and compete. But, yeah, from, like, uh, the, the blowhard card, the issue I have with it. And like you said, if there's going to probably be some specialists from these countries. Maybe one of them happens to be a really good swimmer, right, and take some of those points away. I'm just saying, like, you know, that guy did the Open, right? And, like, he – I mean, and, you know, maybe he didn't do a great job in the Open, but he won his country. And, you know, that's some equal representation for these different nations. And we're, we're beating a dead horse at this point yeah. with that argument. I, I, I wonder, uh, just to wrap up here, I wonder if at the end of this, we're, we're not going to be able to look back at it and see it as like a win-win-win. Because I think Hunter will make the games a little more entertaining in in some ways. I think, I think there's going to be a little more... Um, uh, I don't know if personality is the right word, but I think the the sort of expression ego sure i don't know like you you get what i mean right like so brent you do this in the open the like the the trash talk thursdays thing is probably the best part of the open because it brings a lot of personality to what could be a very dry and and on top of that you guys are creating it yourself it's not like it's like sponsored by some company that like came up with this idea as like a marketing thing you guys were just like well we're we're talking trash to each other anyway. We might as well make it like a public humiliation thing as well. And I think the same way that that was built up by, you know, some of the best athletes in the sport on, on the open side, I think Hunter can potentially bring some of that same pizzazz to the games in some way. Right. And then the, the other side of it, everybody needs a little well, pizzazz in their life. But the games, the games, the games, that's right. The games is supposed to be brutal. And I think that that comes to the other two wins, right? That comes to the other two wins. Cause the first win is if Hunter makes the games more entertaining. The second win is a personal one for Hunter. If Hunter is able to like, you know, out, out kick his coverage and earn some fans, it helps him out. And it makes like the CrossFit community, you know, like, Oh look, this guy's super lovable. But the third win, the third win is if Hunter shows up, talks a big game and gets fucking annihilated. And then everyone is like, there's like a, there's like a collective like sigh of relief that, that this blowhard card thing didn't completely nuke the CrossFit games. And either way, I think in any of those situations, everyone generally walks away from the thing, not, uh, not really, you know, worse for it. And, and again, I just want to bring up like the black swan scenario of hunter's scores changing the podium at the crossfit games is so unlikely that it would require us to actually reconsider everything that made crossfit a sport if it happened right so 
Yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah. I, I think I think at the end of the sure. day, you know, and that's all. I, I don't know. I that's all. I that's all the thoughts that I have on this. So the, I, that's not all the thoughts. That's all the thoughts I want to share about this. You know, I guess let's just let's wrap this up. We've been talking for a while now. I do appreciate all of your time, guys. Let's let's wrap this up. One last thing from each of you, sort of summing up your 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 positions here. And uh, and you know, uh, Brent, I'll let you get the last word here. So Hunter, you you tell me oh. what you think. That's not fun. I mean, this is his fucking thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have much more to say, man. I just. Yeah, there's. I don't really know. Yeah, you go. Yeah. You go, Hunter. Listen, I once again, I think that there's. I think there's a lot of angst in the air about what's going on with CrossFit, and I seem to be taking a lot of the snowballs for it. Um, that's not going to change my opinion. As I said that, uh, once again, I'm a big fan of yours and I've looked up forward to competing with you for years. So, you know, that's what I'm going into this competition with. I'm not going in expecting that, uh, I'm going to get more Instagram followers. I'm not going in expecting to walk away with a big pocket full of cash. Like I came to compete. I've seen you guys online and in TV for years and I'm a competitor. I'm not somebody like I would do it every single day of the week, even if there wasn't Instagram. I don't give a flying fuck about that. Like, it's just a fun vessel to have a good time with. If you guys think that's the reason why I'm here, there's definitely a, a huge, you know, you know, you guys are just seeing this thing wrong is my points. But here's the reality. I'm showing up. I'm going to do my job. You know, if you guys want to continue to trash talk me, that's your way of spending your day. I'm going to be training just to crush you where you stand. And, uh, I'm very excited to see you, man. It's been awesome to meet you over Skype. You know, I love Canadians. I think they're very interesting people, very exciting <laughs> little people you are. And, um, Armin, as always, you know, a big fan of you and that mullet. I've been growing out mine just so we could stand next to each other and look fabulous. Like I will, I'm going to go ahead and say and, that um, the any- only thing that I want in return for getting you that blowhard card invite at the CrossFit games is for you to show up with my haircut and just wear my face, basically. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> All right, we'll have a good time. Well, thank you for everybody giving me the opportunity to speak on my behalf and my lovely exploration of CrossFit. Brent. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I wish Hunter all the best of luck. If he does have, if this blowhard thing happens to happen, I mean, like, I guess I'll be seeing him there, and you know, I look forward to competing against him. He's obviously fit. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of already said everything. Um, you know, I get that uh, Hunter, you know, took an, uh, took advantage of sort of this opportunity, and you know, he's got to do what's right for him and his pocketbook and his goals. Um, you know, and uh, wish him all the best. Like I said, it's not really how I would go about things, and I think it's not how a lot of the other CrossFit Games athletes would go about things in trying to transfer over to a new sport. But you know, uh, I think you think this is really about money for me. I. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I guess, I know, I don't think it's about money, man. I guess it's just like, I, you know, here's the thing. It took me like three years to make the games and that journey of not making it. And then fi- this is really what it comes down to that journey. It took me was really, really hard. And I finally made it. And that moment, I don't want you to miss out on that moment because to me, that's what the games was about was finally making it and qualifying be like, man, I worked so hard to get here and now I get to compete at the games and I've earned this and that like satisfaction, maybe I care about you more than you think, Hunter, that satisfaction was like nice. the best thing 
And so like you kind of skipping out on that like journey of mastery to just get the quick, like I'm at the games, like I got to do these cool events. It's like, that's part of it, but it's really, it's like, it's the journey that's the true joy. And I think if you miss out on that, you'll, you'll miss out on some growth. But that's dude, really I don't think you understand to. this year has been a journey. I stopped doing what I do professionally and I've had to work very, very hard to have the strength and capacity to be able to hang with you guys when I get there. And it's a lot of fucking training. And if you know anything about being a professional athlete, which I assume you do, it hasn't been some kind of hopscotch in the park, countless hours, countless injuries, a lot of expenses to work with new trainers, flying all over the fucking world to work with the best athletes possible so that I could be ready for this thing. When I get the phone call, which I now have. And I'm not just dancing around like this has been a lot of work and I'm sorry it took you three years, which I got done in one. And what? I know it's not the same thing that which you, yeah, listen, it's dude, not the, that's what I'm saying is it's not the same thing. I know, like, but I there's a, there's a I, new, there's a new way of going about it. And now if you could just swallow that pill and understand it, there's a new way that the games are going to be created. And now that they're here, just be ready and do your job. That's, that's all I think that you should be worried about. Dude. And I don't think you should be worried about how I'm missing out on the opportunity that you have because I think what you did is incredible. And I was a fan of it and I watched it for the years that you partook in it. And now that there's a new advanced and changed version of the games, understand that that's how it's going to be from now on. And I know that you might not be a fan of it because it's not the old school ways of you guys marching six miles through the snow to get to school or to the CrossFit box. Like, hey, listen – I, I, I hope that you get that experience again in another endeavor in life. But once again, um, I am going to work very hard and hopefully I get the opportunity to qualify on my own next year if I pursue the interest. So, yeah. Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I know, I know we're going to disagree on that, but I just, you know, that's basically it. You know, it's just a shame you get to miss out on that. But that's I'm not all right. missing out on anything. I'm going to be standing right next to you. God, I can't wait. I yeah, honestly, I this makes me more excited for the CrossFit Games. <laughs> to be totally fair, the men's division at the games has been has been uh, a little bit of like a runaway show for a while now. So a little bit of excitement isn't a well, bad it, thing. This almost makes me want to put more time into just like you know running and stuff. But you know, I got to work on my my squatting more than that. So I'm, you, you should. Know, I, yeah, I know, I know, and it's like that's yeah. But you should just honestly, if I were you, man, I'd just work on my, I'd just work on my running, just crush those events, cash some checks, sign some babies. Yeah, a, yeah. You maybe get a, I don't know. Yeah, maybe some crossfitters or some females will really like it, and you'll you'll be set, man. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Right. I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully, we can. I'll get. We can do this again afterwards. I'll get you. I'll get you my. Yeah, we could. That's the thing, right? You know, if, if if you ever feel like you need feel the need to talk trash about me getting beat by women in uh, in trail runs or uh, any other any other things that pop into your head, Hunter, feel free to text me, or we could just set up a recurring call, maybe every <laughs> three to six months, and we could just kind of put this on repeat. I think that's pretty fair. And listen, dude, I've had my ass handed to me by a fair chunk of chicks. So, uh, listen, oh, yeah. I've, been, I've been chicked before, too. There's no shame in the game. <laughs> I don't I don't have any shame in it at all. Like zero, <laughs> less than zero. Um, yeah, there's no shame in it, man. There's, there's some I can't wait until there. we do our, uh, yeah. our, our post-games version of this to, to recap what happened at the games. The only, only thing that's going to be different is this hat's going to be covered in diamonds because I'm going to whip y'all ass. <laughs> <laughs> Old plated diapers, right? All right. Well, this is fun, Hunter. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
All right, great, later. Great saying. Have a good day, guys. Have a great day. <laughs>